If you are constantly feeling like you are not enough and you are constantly trying to feel from external factors, like you are enough, you are validated, you are enough of a man, you have approval, like blah, blah, blah. You will never feel like a man because the only person that will ever make you feel like enough of a man is you. Okay, friends, jumping into another episode for today. Oh my goodness. I have literally recorded four episodes today. So if I start to jumble my words, excuse that, but we're going to Europe and we have to move out of this house and then be ready to move into our actual house that we just bought. So there's a lot going on and I'm like, I need to get fucking ahead. So that is the mission that I've been on today is just recording podcasts. I'm in one of those flows where it's like, shit is getting done. No time for time wasting. It's like next, next, next kind of energy, which is a lot, but we're making it work. Okay. So today I want to talk to you guys about redefining what it means to be a man. Obviously this episode is for men, but it's also a really good one for women to listen to. I always think that the episodes are so good for the opposite sex to listen to. Like any of the episodes that I'm clearly talking to women about, I think are really good for men to listen to and then vice versa, because you kind of understand the opposite sex a little bit more. It really helps you to grasp a further and deeper understanding of the opposite sex. And like, if you want a better relationship with your woman, then it'd be really good to understand women better. And if you want a really good relationship with your man, it'd be really good to understand men better. So on this topic of redefining what it means to be a man. So we're going to talk about leading yourself. We're going to talk about knowing your like truest parts of yourself and being the man that you want to be. So obviously in society, you know, the man, a masculine man is kind of painted in one way. And I think we are really, we are kind of coming away from that quote unquote traditional alpha male masculine man that we would look at. But I also want to remind everybody that like, this is all very new, like redefining masculinity is a very new concept. Um, when you look at history, like men have always done the same thing, right? It's like, they're the protectors, they're the providers, they're out hunting, fighting, like killing, like that is what they are always doing. They're always you know, high testosterone, high cortisol, and there's a lot of an output energy. It's very, very masculine. There is no space for like, oh, I feel stressed today or, oh, I don't feel like it. There is no, there is no space for that. You know, in the 1600s, it's not like, oh, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. Like you're fucking getting out of bed whether you want to or not. And obviously like, there's always so many levels to all of these conversations because when you look at the health of us as a society, especially Americans, um, and Western society these days, like it's fucking gone down the drain. So that doesn't, that doesn't help your drive to get out of bed, to be a good man, to have balanced hormones, that your testosterone is high and like, like not too high, obviously is, is balanced and to not have really high cortisol all the time where you're then putting yourself in adrenal fatigue. Like there's so many factors to this and like your physical health is something that everybody needs to be always, you know, monitoring and being really aware of. And if you haven't listened to the episode, probably about four or five episodes ago. Um, and it was like, you know, what men and women can be doing to balance their hormones and whatnot. I would listen to that because I talk about things for men's hormones as well as women's hormones. And I will do an episode on men's hormones soon because we so often are always talking about women's health and women's hormones and blah, blah, blah. And it's really important that we also talk about men's health and men's hormones because you guys have hormones too, and they do need to be in balance. 
So as I'm saying all of this of leading yourself and knowing who you want to be and being a good man and get the fuck out of bed and like, you know, all of those kind of things, let's also keep in mind that so many people are sick all the time and they're not even aware they're sick. So they wonder why they're not motivated, why they can't get out of bed in the morning, why they don't feel like they can lead very well or they're they're fucking lazy. It's like, why are they lazy? Well, they don't have any energy because their testosterone is low and their estrogen is high and their adrenals are fucking failing and they are eating a pile of shit and drinking all this crap that's throwing around their blood sugar levels. Like all of those things contribute to this. So you need to take a holistic approach to this because if you're only doing mindset stuff and you eat like crap, it's not going to stick. And if you're only eating healthy, but no mindset stuff, like you're not in the right loop. Like you're going to probably eat unhealthy as soon as your mindset goes down the drain. So it really like, if you want optimal, optimal health in all areas of your life, you need to be looking to things as a holistic approach. So based, going back to like what we're talking about in this episode, the way that you're raised is, is going to shape how you view what a man should be. So based, like you're going to, you're going to think of a man in a certain way, based a masculine man in a certain way, based on your upbringing, your childhood, and the way in which a man was showed to you through the media and through your environment. So a lot of men and even a lot of women will think that a masculine man is typically, you know, six foot four, huge muscles, maybe some tats, like lots of hair all over him, chiseled jaw, like really fucking dominant, like really big. Like that'll be this alpha male. And that's a masculine man. And anything else isn't really masculine. And it's like you're not understanding that masculine is an energy. And like I've dated some of those men, men, some of those men, some of those men. And sometimes not always, they're actually not that masculine. And it's really like a facade. It is a front. Be aware that like a lot of people, maybe you do this, you put on a facade of how you wish to be perceived because you don't actually feel that way. And if you don't feel masculine, that's where the problem is. Like, I don't give a fuck whether you look masculine or not. If you feel masculine for yourself, you won't feel the need to like portray it in this external facade. But if you don't feel masculine and you feel insecure or sensitive or, you know, um, traumatized, or you feel like you're not enough all the time, then you are probably protecting yourself by putting on some kind of facade. And those men often don't even want to listen to these episodes. They don't want to be triggered. They don't want to have to face their ego. They don't want to have to look at themselves because then they have to, then they have to admit that the facade isn't actually their truth. And if you, you know, if you lie to yourself long enough, you can almost start to believe that it is true, if that makes sense. So the way in which that you were brought up to see a man and masculine is obviously going to influence how you think you need to be in order to be a quote unquote masculine man. And let's just redefine masculine, right? Let's just quickly break this down right now whilst we're at it. All of you men can be the masculine man that you want to be. I don't give a fuck what you look like. Now, a masculine man is a masculine is a man that has a desire to lead to direct, to use his discernment, to make decisions, that likes to be logical, that prefers to be logical over emotional, that is goal-orientated, that uses his head, that likes to do things and is a fixer, okay? That is like a masculine man. You could go on forever, but that is a masculine energy. 
So if you have a natural desire to do that and to be that kind of man, maybe you're not living it out right now. It's okay. You have a desire to be a masculine man and you might've shut that down for various reasons, whether you felt like it was not safe because of what society deems as like, you know, men aren't safe, whether a woman has emasculated you and berated you before that's made you feel shame about being a man, whether you have grown up to feel like being a man is wrong. A lot of men feel like, you know, there's this immediate assumption that because you're a man, you are nasty, mean, and abusive. So whether it's any of those things that you're holding on from societal or like societal trauma, or whether it's because of trauma that's happened from your childhood, from bullying, from, you know, what like college, whatever the situation is. So when it comes to like going back to childhood stuff, some people have relationships with their fathers where they want to be the opposite of them. Like my father was a pushover. So therefore I'm going to be overly dominant or my father was overly dominant and abusive towards my mother. So I'm going to be a pushover. So sometimes what happens is you will be the exact same or you'll be the complete opposite. When you've done the healing work, then you can come into the middle, right? And this happens to everybody. Like women, you will be the same or the opposite, right? So based on something that was um, shown to you when you were a child, you'll, you'll do the same or the opposite. So I was smothered a lot by my mom, love it a bit. I was the eldest, so it makes sense. Smothered a lot by my mom. So therefore I didn't do the same. I did the opposite until I did the healing work to now be able to come into the middle where I can give space and smother and love deeply and whenever like I want, I can, I can do both. I can move between both, but it's not from a trauma response. So it's not like I am avoiding from a trauma response like I used to, or I am smothering from a place of anxiousness. It's, it's, it's neutrality and it's from a healed place. So for the men listening, some of you might want to be filling your father's shoes where you want to be the same or you desire to be like enough for your father. So you don't realize this maybe, or you do realize it. You're always not feeling enough and you're always trying to be enough for dad. You're trying to fill his shoes. You're trying to get validation and approval from him. Others, right? Some of you might be doing the opposite. So you, so some of my one-on-one male clients, for example, and the men, even, even in the last round of the man, you know, it was like my dad, I, I always felt like my dad didn't do enough for the family. He wasn't enough of a protector. He wasn't enough of this. So I'm always trying to do that. And now whilst that's beautiful that they're always trying to protect, for example, and for, for the few men that I'm talking about, it was never actually from an unhealthy way. Like they, weren't over, they weren't being so protective that it was controlling. But what I want to share with this, because it wasn't in like the most unhealthy way, but what was happening was it was unhealthy for them because they were always focusing on protecting and they were never focusing on giving themselves anything. So it was this constant, it was like getting external validation, but in a different way. So sometimes you might think something is healthy, but the execution kind of under it is actually a little bit unhealthy and it's causing some resentment that you didn't realize was coming from that. So let's say for example, you are always caring about your wife and all you're ever focused on every day is being protective enough for her and providing enough for her. And what could happen over time is, you know, you think that's a healthy thing. Like what's, what's wrong about that? Like you wouldn't even look at that. But if you were to look below it, the resentment that's starting to build that you don't know where it's coming from is resentment because you are never giving yourself any time for you. It's all about her all the fucking time. And so you start to resent and you start to resent her. But in actual fact, it's, she's not a problem because you are the one that is constantly giving her all of your time. You are the one 
that has never drawn the boundary with yourself or with her because we don't like let's let's pretend that she doesn't care whether you're around all the time or not right she's like you can go do you like let's say that she's like babe you can go do you I don't need you to fucking be home all the time but you're like no I have to be home right the resentment that you have for her is not from her it's from you not giving yourself what you needed it's from you letting yourself down that's the resentment as an example so just notice some of those kind of like behaviors, right? Where you've done the exact opposite or the same as your father. And is it healthy? Is it creating a situation where you feel completely whole and happy and complete? Or if you look at it, you can you see that 10 years down the track, there's going to be quite the buildup of resentment or quite the buildup of shame or quite the buildup of insecurity because you haven't been honest with yourself. Quick break in the episode to remind you guys that The Man is my program for men to do the trauma healing and the masculine embodiment that they want to be doing. So whether you need to pass it on to your man or whether you are a man listening, I would definitely recommend checking out The Man. It is seven weeks of trauma healing, masculine embodiment, understanding women, healing your relationship with money. Now, of course, I'm not going to go too woo-woo because that's not how men's brains work and everything else in between. So if you are a man and you have been feeling like you get stuck in these bad habits, you're finding your relationships are not going the way that you want them to be, you're getting stuck in your career, you find that your insecurities or self-doubt or feelings of not enoughness are inhibiting your life, this program is for you. It is just men and it is all laid out and structured in a way that will suit men's brains. So if you're not already in or on the wait list, I would highly recommend doing so so that you do not miss out on the next time that it is opening. And it is opening in August of 2022 again. So we will be starting shortly afterwards. So make sure that you're on the wait list. So when it comes out, you know, and you can claim your space. And then also make sure that you're watching my Instagram stories and checking your emails so that you can ensure that you do not miss out on the final round for 2022. If you are constantly trying to feel like you are not, if you are constantly feeling like you are not enough and you are constantly trying to feel from external factors, like you are enough, you are validated, you are enough of a man, you have approval, like blah, blah, blah. You will never feel like a man because the only person that will ever make you feel like enough of a man is you. It's the same with women. Like the only person that can ever make you feel truly validated and truly enough, and truly accepted, and truly loved, and truly confident is yourself. If you are feeling insecure for yourself, like you look in the mirror and you just nitpick, it does not matter whether 3,000 people a day told you how beautiful you are or how handsome you are. If you did not look in the mirror and think that and believe that for yourself, it wouldn't matter. So it's like you have to, and this only comes from doing the work, and doing this trauma healing, and doing this somatic work, and cleaning up these fucking trauma situations, and bullying, and and micro traumas from when we were young, like little tiny things where where you felt like you weren't enough for your parents, so your parents were like, why did you get a B and not an A? Like, you know, in grades, like it's all of those things that need to just be cleaned up that will help you to feel enough, and loved, and validated for yourself. And it's only when those things are cleaned up that you will then start to feel like other people are truly accepting you, loving you and validating you. 
And it's only then that you will likely start to, you know, draw the boundaries to do the things for yourself and to not be engaging in a, um, overprotective way or over, um, you know, or, or being a doormat or being, you know, there for your wife too much, for example, right? Like, just like I was saying before, like there are these extremes, extremes of, of being too much for people or being not enough for people, right? Just in like, I'm saying not enough and and not like about yourself, but I'm saying like, you know, you're there too much for your wife or, or, or you're there not enough for your wife because you're a doormat. So when you clean up your shit, it cleans up all of those areas so that you can actually be operating from a very healthy standpoint all of the time. Oh, let's say 90% of the time because we're human and sometimes shit happens and we have a meltdown and we get stressed and blow our lid and we don't mean it. Now, if you get to choose what it means to be a man based on what your soul wants now, not what society is telling you, who would that man be? Like if you were to think about who is my like soul, like how does my soul deeply fucking crave to act as a man and who do I want to be as a man every day? If you were to just ask yourself that question once a day or even once a fucking week, it's you starting to give yourself permission of who you want to be rather than trying to fill the shoes of who everybody else says you should be and shouldn't be. Now, obviously, like I was saying at the beginning, based on your hormonal profile and your biology, most men want to lead. Most men want to decide. Most men want to make decisions, cherish their women, dominate in a healthy way, please her, guide her, and be logical most of the time. But what happens is we don't even let ourselves, we don't, men don't even let themselves and women don't let themselves. We don't even give ourselves permission and let ourselves tune into our innate desire. So I'm always saying this to women, right? Of like, our innate desire when you tune into it is to be loved, cherished, adored, looked after, in receivership, surrender. That is our deep down desire, like core of us. Like I just want to be fucking, you know, made love to all day, right? That is like, obviously that's not reasonable all day, but that is like our deep down desire. Men are the same thing, but it will be the opposite, right? They have that deep down desire to maybe hunt, protect, guide, lead, cherish their woman, whatever it means. And it's going to feel like this fire in your belly and like this, this is my fucking truth. Like this just feels so fucking good to me in this empowered way. Not like my desire is to watch TV all day. That's not, that's fucking laziness. That's not actually a core true desire. A core true desire will feel almost like primal and just right in your body. So I urge you guys as a starting point to just start to do that for yourself, right? Like who do you actually want to be as a man? And then the hardest part is then being like, right, well, what do I have to do in order to be, in order to get me from the the current man that I am to that, that future man? And the steps aren't just like fucking go for a walk every day or, you know, um, I don't know, read a book. It's, it's about action, right? having a pile of input of, of, uh, information isn't going to do it. It's about the action that you are taking and the work that you are doing. It's about serious, serious commitment to yourself. A masculine man is a very committed man. So if you want to be a masculine man, you want to be committed to yourself and committed to your future self committed to your woman, committed to your work, committed to your purpose, whatever it committed to your health. It's about commitment. And what's really interesting is that people think men have a fear of commitment. Men don't have a fucking fear of commitment, right? What they have is they have avoidance of, I don't want to have to look at my ugly shit 
because I, I want to suppress it because it's just in, you know, the world you've grown up in, it's just men suppress, men suppress, right? But what I want to urge you guys to understand is that men aren't, we're not, you guys don't need to suppress everything, right? Like, no, we don't, women don't want you to be crying on the fucking sidewalk when we're taking the dogs for a walk. That's not attractive, right? Because it's like, I'm um, this cars around. We need you to be protecting. There's a time and a place for you to, you know, have a mental breakdown and to feel everything. But what men don't realize is there is a time and a place and you can do that. And it's healthy to do that. And it's fucking masculine to do that because it is saying to the women in your life, to yourself, to your wife, to your kids, it is saying, I am committed to myself and therefore I'm committed to you. So for example, when you're in the man, those seven weeks on all of our calls and in our one-on-one and when you're in the telegram group and whatever, that, that is you committing to yourself. And that is the space where you are vulnerable, where you are open, where you let the tears come, where you let the anger fucking rage through you. That is, you don't need to suppress yourself in those moments. You don't need to hide your truth in those moments. And the funny thing is, is that men used to feel things. They would, they just wouldn't feel things the way that we're saying men have to feel things. We say that men have to feel things like they have to cry in a fucking, like cry and hug themselves. No, no, that's not how men fucking process, right? The way that men used to process their emotions was going out and fighting, right? Was getting a fucking ax and chopping down a tree. It was, you know, like punching shit. It was, it was, it was primal things, but we've taken away that, that, that primal instinctual activity that men need to release their rage and anger, right? So women release in just like tears and crying and like, yes, the wild feminine comes out, we get angry sometimes, but men, because of their predominance of testosterone and the small amount of estrogen they have, they're not criers, right? Like we are, they are, I need to go and break something, punch something, hit something, kill something, not a person. So in the, you know, 1600s, 1700s, they would just go kill an animal or go shoot something or go, you know, get an ax and, and chop a pile of wood, or they would go and, you know, get on their fucking horse and ride out to the wilderness and just be in space of pure aloneness. And they couldn't hear a fucking thing. That would be a man's way to process. But because of the amount of stimulus we have in today's society, and because it's like shunned for a man to go and fucking get angry, you know, in a healthy way, and we're not primal anymore like we used to be. We have been, we tell men, men that you have to like cry in a fucking pillow. And it's like, no, you don't, if you want to do that, go do that. But you don't need to go and do that. But you do need to process. So men used to process, men used to feel, right? But they would feel in a primal way to get it out. And now we've, we have shamed that um, primitive side of men out of them right? So they feel like they can't go and do that. So what happens is they suppress it all. And then it's, it, they, they suppress it all and it turns into avoidance, to numbness, to disassociation, to lack of communication, to being cold. And then the women are all complaining like about these men instead of us women be, and us women and us men being like, actually like you, not us men, I'm not a man. Instead of the men and the women realizing that there are different ways for us to release our shit. 
quick break in the episode to remind you about my amazing program that in my opinion, every single woman should be doing, Be a Lover, Not a Mother. If you want to ensure that you are not part of the group of women that emasculate men, shame them, rip them down, and instead you want to be part of the women that lift men up, that empower them, and that make them feel like it is safe to be in their masculine, and of course you want to be in your feminine as a woman, then please make sure that you have joined Be a Lover, Not a Mother, or you are on the wait list. You will know if it's open or closed based on what the website says, because this program will absolutely change your life and your relationships. It is really good for both platonic relationships and romantic relationships. It's good for your son, for your uncle, for your for your boss, for your lover. It doesn't matter who you're communicating with as a man. In my opinion, every single woman should do this because it is going to benefit her. It is going to make her feel safer to be in her feminine. It is going to help her to get rid of her wounds around men and her stories around men so that she can really let men lead because I know that you are craving that and you are desiring that. And this program is really, really going to help you get there. I am so proud of this program. I absolutely love it. And there is honestly nothing. I haven't seen anything else out there like this. So I highly recommend that you join if you're not already in. Okay. Commitment to yourself, right? So men are committed beings. So you being committed to yourself is also about being committed to, um, you know, healing the things that are, that are, um, blocking you and inhibiting you from you feeling the truth of yourself as the man that you want to be. Okay. Now, obviously there are times that when men, when you guys want to feel loved and supported and share your fears and worries, and most men are taught that that's wrong, or they feel like, you know, having their own time or their own space is wrong and they have to just bow down to what others say. No, like it is so important and healthy for you men to have your own space and to have your own time. You do not need to be at the beck and call of a woman all the time. You do not, it's, it's unattractive, right? It is sexy when a man prioritizes himself. Why? Because it is a sign of self-respect. And if a man respects himself, he respects others. So it's not that having, you know, taking space as a man is wrong. It is not that you wanting alone time is wrong. No, we have been, we are really fucking up this idea of who men need to be and um, and what a good man is, right? A good man is a man that respects himself and therefore others. A good man is a man that can communicate what he needs. A good man is is leading himself and knowing what he needs, right? And part of being a good man is taking out his own, is taking his own time. Like so many men have this idea, right, of like happy wife, happy life. They think that as soon as they're in a relationship, all they that they have to just make her happy, right? And men want a relationship, just like women want connection and love. We want a relationship. Men want one too. They want that commitment, and I love that, support that. But this whole idea of happy wife, happy life is bullshit. Why? Because at the end of the day, if you are constantly making her happy all the time, but you are never prioritizing yourself, you're never prioritizing your needs as a man, you lose yourself. And then because you're never showing up for yourself, you're never leading yourself. So therefore you don't lead her, right? You just want her to be happy all the time. So you're kind of walking around on eggshells. You don't want to make too many decisions because what if she doesn't like it? It's it's unattractive. It's not sexy, right? A, a, what is really sexy in a man is a man that knows what he fucking wants. 
a man that goes after what he wants, a man that has goals, a man that leads himself, a man that is committed to his best self in the way of health, in the way of mindset, in the way of growth, in the way of finances, in the way of success and his career and all of it, in the way of like a healthy family. That is the that is a sexy man, where a man that wants the best for himself and therefore those around him. And so when we play into this idea of like happy wife, happy life, what happens is men end up resenting their partner, right? Because they are resenting them. They're actually resenting themselves because they have literally been a doormat to her. But what's most important is that the happy wife thing never fucking happens because she's not happy because you're not leading. So she feels like she has to be the masculine. So what's funny is that you're trying to be enough of a man for her and good enough for her. But what actually happens is you do the fucking opposite because you aren't stepping up as a man because you're afraid of rocking the boat, of dealing with you know emotions, of dealing with some feminine, and you're afraid of drawing a boundary. And that's something that is actually on you. Like that is your own shit coming out where you are afraid of rejection, you're afraid of failure, you want to make sure that you're fully accepted and loved, you don't want to be told that you are wrong or that you've done the wrong thing or that... X, Y, and Z, and all of those things I've just listed out, plus any other things that you have, all of those things, it's not normal. It's common, right? But it's not what you need to be holding on to as a man. That is all stuff from your childhood that you have taken on to be your truth when it's not. Because you've taken it on to be your truth, you live it out and you ensure that you are avoiding having those same situations come up again because they didn't make you feel good. And by avoiding those same situations to come up again, you literally just create the situation again. So let's say, for example, you're creating the situation. So you don't want to feel rejected again because you felt rejected by your mom or your dad or whatever when you were seven years old. So you play into this whole happy wife, happy wife, happy life. And you're like, I'm just going to make her happy so that she never rejects me. But what happens is, you know, two years down the track, I mean, if it was me, it'd be like fucking two days. (laughs) down the track, what happens is then she is like, I'm fucking not loving this because I have to be the man. I have to make decisions. You fucking do nothing. You can never make a decision. You are never leading me. Um, And literally I feel like I'm mothering you because all you're doing is just bowing down to me all the time. It's not fucking sexy. So then she starts to resent you because you're not being enough of a man. And then she ends up literally rejecting you and breaking up with you or whatever, because you haven't been enough of a man, quote unquote. But what's, so what's funny is then it validates the thing of I'm not enough of a man. But do you understand what's funny is that like what's interesting about this is it validates it. So then you continue to feel like not enough of a man. You blame women. But in actual fact, it's your fault because this is hard for people to hear, right? Women do it to themselves too. It's your fault because you have not maybe known, let's say you haven't known that you have to heal your trauma or you haven't taken the self-responsibility because your ego doesn't want to get fucking triggered. You haven't taken the responsibility to do the work to heal your fear of rejection from when you were seven years old and mom rejected you. And therefore you've continued to create the situation because when you are afraid of something, so when you are afraid of rejection, you will try and not be rejected but that behavior often causes the rejection. So let's say, for example, if you have the fear of not being enough, so you are a people pleaser all the time, that can also cause women or anybody to be like, oh my God, this guy's a fucking doormat. I'm so over this behavior. It's so boring. And then he's like, I don't feel like I'm enough for you when it's like, well, you're kind of creating that on your own. 
because you are procrastinating, you are self-sabotaging, you are engaging in all of these unconscious bad habits because you don't feel like you're enough. And then you literally create that situation for yourself. And this is why it's like your life will radically fucking change. You will be manifesting the best situations, the best life, the best relationships. Your communication will improve. Like every area of your life will improve when you just literally fucking deal with your shit. And I know it sounds, it sounds so much easier said than done, but you have to think about it. Like you are just taking yourself on a mission for seven fucking weeks to be the man. You have to love yourself enough and want that for yourself enough to do that. Like if you don't want that feel, if you do not want to be the man that you want to be, then I can't help you. But if you do want to be the man that you want to be, then I can help you. And the man is a hundred percent where you need what you need to do and what will help you to become that version of yourself. Okay. Last two things. You have to decide what makes you feel masculine and sure of yourself. So healing your confidence, your insecurities, the bullying from school, the parents' divorce, and not feeling enough, the ego around money and success is a must. And you need to do that for you. Don't join the man for her. You have to do it. Maybe it's her idea. Like, you know, she probably knew about me first, which is great. That's fine. But you have to want to do it for you. Because if you're doing it for her, well, one, I mean, I'm going to pick that shit up fucking straight away. And two, it's like you're literally proliferating your story around I'm not enough or I need to be accepted or I need to be loved by her, whatever it is. You're just pleasing her all the time. Stop trying. Stop trying to constantly please everybody else because it actually makes you less of a man. Lead. Lead yourself. Have boundaries. Put your foot down. I talked about this in another episode. It is sexy when a man puts his foot down because it feels like a woman feels safer and she feels like she can let more of her sassy, bratty side out, which we all fucking love. We feel like we can push the edges more. We can be a bit sassy. We can, you know, um, we can let out more of our wild feminine and we'll be safe to do that because you're not going to let us go to a point where we are going to self-destruct or do something stupid that's going to hurt our career, right? We like a man that has fucking boundaries and puts his foot down. I mean, I giggle my ass off when my boyfriend puts his foot down to me. I love it. It makes me feel giddy and it is such a turn on because it is him being in his fucking masculine and him being like, I am leading, shut up. And I'm like, hee hee. And I absolutely love it because it makes me feel like he has got his brain, his head fucking screwed on, his brain is on and he is leading me and keeping me safe. So I do not need to try and be in my feminine, but also be watching out for myself at the same time. It makes me feel like I can just be in my feminine, be in my flow and he's holding down the fort. Okay. Last thing that I want to say Now, when it comes to being a man in a situation, it is about timing. So like I've said before, no women, no woman will get turned on if you start crying when there is like a natural disaster happening around you. And most men will feel that surge of I want to protect pumping through their blood, their testosterone, uh, if they're not obviously full of estrogen um, because of all the crap they eat and the, um, the... glycophate and the plastics and all that kind of stuff and the toxic skincare they use, just FYI on that one, caveat. 
So in this moment, for example, it would be the right time for you to shut down, you know, those fears and those more feminine quality traits that may be coming up in the face of a natural disaster and go into man mode. Then, of course, on the flip side, if someone that you loved died, it would obviously be a good time for you to soften and show emotion. So I feel like whenever I explain this, men are like, oh, I get it. It's about timing. There's a time and a place for you to be like hard and disciplined and you know, the leader and be an authority figure and be making a fucking decision. And there is a time and a place for you to not be. Now, this is the key thing though. Ladies, don't go fucking walking around being like, okay, now's the time and a place to be a man. Now's the time and a place not like, you know, to start crying, blah, 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 because you please don't start bossing around your, the man in your life. No, 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 no. Like do not start mothering him in that way at all. Just keep your mouth fucking shut. What needs to happen is you as a man, when you do this work to become more grounded and centered in your truth, you will know this naturally. You don't need to try to be, you know, softer in some moments, harder in more moments, harder, harder in other moments. You don't need to try to be a man in some moments and then change yourself and others. You don't need to, you know, make sure you're not people pleasing her anymore or, oh my God, I have to meditate today to like ensure that I'm not going to you know, um, go to my happy wife, happy, happy life, you know, um, mantra. The beauty of my work is that you don't have to try to behave in different ways. It happens because we heal the fucking root. So you end up just living in the truth. that's already within you. You like re- you remember your truest self and then you are acting from there. So it doesn't become this like hard work and hard chore every day. It becomes very, very natural. It feels like magic, but it's not. It feels like, I mean, maybe it kind of is. It feels like magic, but it fucking works. And I do want to say for any men listening, just so we're clear on this, I do not coach you guys in the way that I coach women. It is not airy-fairy. The man is not airy-fairy and light and fluffy. It is a very masculine program. I structure it in a masculine way. I talk to you guys in a masculine way. When I'm taking you through modalities, I actually do them differently for men than women because your brains are different. Um, and the way that you uh, like go through these modalities is different to women and you guys, you know, are different when it comes to like visualizing and stuff. It's not as easy for most of you. So I do things in a very different way. So I don't want anyone to think that you, like, I don't want any men listening to this to think they're going to be treated like a woman in my program. I obviously know shitloads about men. (laughs) My book is literally about this whole thing. Um, and you guys know from my podcast that I am quite the expert in understanding men. So please rest assured that the man is designed for men and it will be in a way that your brain can digest. I will not be talking to you or engaging with you like I engage with my female clients. So please be aware of that. If you do want to join the man, which I obviously would love you to, this program is amazing. It is literally queen alchemy for men. So, you know, you, you guys probably aware of this. I've been running Queen Alchemy for years now and we have hundreds of testimonials. So finally I made the man's, the, 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 a version for men called the man. So the results are literally the same, but the opposite sex, that makes sense. They are just as amazing. They blow my mind. I love doing the last round. It was, it was, it's honestly such a, um, it's such a humbling and 
and rewarding experience. I feel truly honored that these men um, and that you want to do this work. I take it very seriously and I feel honored to be able to lead you through it. So it's sacred. It is manly. It is masculine. And I I make it like a fucking warrior journey. It is like a training boot camp for you guys. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to run another round of the man. So please make sure that you join um, as soon as you can so that you can start the pre-work. If you have any questions about whether it's a fit for you or you want to know anything or just ask me any questions, you can send me an email or send me a message on my Instagram, Monica Yates Health, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. And my email is monica at monicayates.com.au. If you would like to email me, otherwise you can go through the website form. Um, and when it gets emailed through, my team will then forward it to me. So then I respond to you guys. Thank you guys for listening. As per usual, please make sure that you share the episode on your Instagram story. If you loved it, um, share it with your friends and be sure to tag me so that I can see it. A reminder, if I ever don't see it, it's probably because you are on a private profile and therefore I can't see what you tag me in because your stories are private. So it's an FYI with that one. Um, But if you haven't left a review, I'd really appreciate it if you guys left a review for the podcast below. And yeah, that's where we're at. Have a lovely day.